0: Welcome to a very special in that number, a Christmas special. We have a couple of solid guests to help us with this fun packed episode. Before we introduce them, I'll bring in my co host, as ever, the Moscow Mesh, Kevin Ilverton. All right, Kev, you knobhead.
3: All right, you big fat snowball.
0: <laughs> Thank you. you. Uh, uh, Kev, are you excited about this one?
3: I'm very excited, yeah. I like getting excited about Christmas and uh, the holidays, so yeah.
0: Good. Why, why don't you tell everybody what we've, uh, well, what you've decided to call this episode?
3: Um, so yeah, because we've got uh, Freddie and Matt in, we've decided to call it uh, in that ugly delivery podcast or the Christmas podding.
0: <laughs> I like it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, Yeah. Um, anyway, let's bring them in. Joining us for all the frivolities, we have Freddie from the Ugly Inside and Matt Markstein from Southampton Delivery. How are we all?
2: Fairly good, how are you?
0: Yeah, looking forward to the, uh, to the holidays. I'm
3: doing wonderful, thanks for having us on guys.
0: Oh no, this should, this should be fun.
3: I, I must say, I'm delighted to be in the Christmas presence of uh, two Saints <laughs> <stanked laughs> podcasting legends. Is this it's going to
0: be like?
3: Is, <laughs> is, is this I, it? It's just non-stop going to be really... It's <laughs> the season. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's <laughs> it's <laughs> Matt, it is
2: the season. I'll tell you what, tell you what, this, I tell, I tell you what, this, this show's going to be an absolute cracker.
0: Hey! Any more? I don't know,
2: but we'll, but we'll pull some out later in the uh, in the show. I'm sure, I'm sure we will.
3: We will, yeah. We'll pull some
0: <laughs> <cramps>. <laughs> Are we all set for Christmas then, everyone? Not at all. No?
3: Mm? Oh, God, no. It mean, um, doesn't matter how early you start preparing for it. Um week or two before Christmas, it's still shitload to be done. So. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: I mean, I refuse to prep for Christmas before Thanksgiving has happened, so... It, it doesn't as much time, and then my wife, to be honest, does most of the shopping. Um, I will, I will be wrapping presents. If you hear wrapping paper in the background, that's me trying to
0: oh, get ahead
1: uh, or at least catch up to where I should be. So I apologize to the listeners.
0: That's no, good. It adds a little bit of a bit of a soundtrack.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe we should get some little Christmas cows playing in the background.
0: Or just have some little sleigh bells just
3: mm.
0: subtly in the background. Actually, I'm all done. My Christmas shopping was done in October. Um, holy mary well you know who are you yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know Gemma Kev she's like really really organised I, I mean I'm not going to take credit for it she is very very good with things like that but actually I haven't said that all we need to do is rap and I am terrible at rapping
3: that's my favourite bit
0: why do, why do people like rapping
3: it's just sort of cathartic isn't it? you just concentrate and spit a cell tape here yeah
0: it's just as simple as that,
3: yeah. Yeah, that's a I refuse to get involved until it's too late.
0: (laughs) Typical male.
3: When do you do your Christmas shopping then,
2: Freddie? Boxing day. (laughs) 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 That sounds a bit like rouse substitutions.
0: Yay! (laughs) Um, Before we get going into it, um, what are you drinking, everyone? Has everyone got a drink there? Oh. It's probably too early for you, isn't it, Matt?
1: I have a... You want the truth? I have four shots of espresso. I'm gonna be jacked by the end of
0: this.
2: (laughs) I hope you slipped in a bit of Bailey's in there as well, Matt. That could make it quite festive.
1: I'm supposed to drive everybody, so no.
3: (laughs) Have you recorded your pod already?
1: Um, yes, yes, thankfully. Um, yeah, we'll see how we'll see how it turns out. You know, it could be the, the. we recorded a little bit early, so that could always be a bit of a mess. But yeah, we're we're good.
3: Um, yeah, I, I'm drinking here. I've got my one of my favourite Christmas beer tipples, um, a good old Draft Guinness. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, that's, that's a
0: good
3: one. Yeah. Mm. I don't know why it gets me in the Christmas spirit. Nice pint of the black stuff.
0: I'm going for a, a proper job.
3: Oh, yeah. Oh.
0: St. Austell Brewery, which I have been to that brewery as well. I love it. So, yeah, nice Cornish IPA. Mm. quite strong one I quite like it
2: uh, well for me actually I'll be honest chaps I'm actually drinking a bit of orange tango but <laughs> <laughs> I do have uh, a box of fine paired ales waiting for me to uh, uh, see me through this festive period
0: nice
3: are there any, do you have any favourite um, festive ales? Because there are the sort of novelty ones that come out. Aren't there, some yeah. Do you know what? I was looking for some
0: f- festive ales when I was doing a bit of a shop yesterday, and there are none out. I mean, you have to go to Aweberspoons to actually get one.
2: Yeah. What is good, actually, at this time of year, are quite nice red and amber ales that kind of get your insides quite warm, you know, quite toasty. There is actually one that a Green King do. is called the Rocking
0: Rudolph. Oh, yeah uh, Which
2: is a, a nice kind of bitter kind of yeah, red yeah. ale. Set you up for the rest of the day, I tell you.
0: I think I've had that before, actually, but I forgot about it, so yeah. Um, Anyway, so, Freddie, I'll start with you. Uh, What's a typical Christmas like in your household?
2: Uh, It's been fairly low-key. My family, uh, we don't do big on Christmas. Uh, We sort of have a, a bit of dinner in the morning and then just kind of drink ourselves silly to the rest of the day, to be honest, uh, but I speak for myself in that case, because my, my old man often just drives me around to my mate's house, and uh, it's very Irish over there, and I spend the rest of the night over there, so, uh, yeah, that's that's my, that's my personal tradition.
0: Okay, and what about you, Matt?
1: We have a, a bit of a tradition. That my mom said of the family all meets uh, at midnight on Christmas Eve, and the kids all open presents that, at that point, and then... Uh, we take a bunch of shots and then we make pasta uh, and then we play like a gift exchange game. Actually, all the adults that are 21 or over play a gift exchange game and the oldest grandchild that's not 21 has to make the pasta for everybody. It's like a a rite of passage. Um, And then we eat and then we get home about four um, or five and then the, uh, you know, then my kids wake up on Christmas morning and um, open their presents and then we kind of go do the exact same thing over at my my in-laws' house and uh, that continues because we have birthdays and stuff that ha- that come the the in the coming days after, uh, and it kind of runs all the way through New Year's. And then by that point, I want everybody to go back to school so I can sleep.
0: <laughs> that sounds great. It's a, it's it? a
1: lot of fun. Yeah, you got to you got to get mentally
3: prepared for it in the weeks leading up.
0: Uh, and Kev, you know, I know that in Russia they kind of like focus on New Year more, don't they, than than Christmas?
3: Yeah. So, um, New Year's the big um, celebration here. So everything starts off with um Christmas. We normally fly out to. England the weekend before Christmas um Christmas day is normally a, a two o'clock kickoff um so I, yeah I'm I'm normally making the Christmas dinner so I'm up first thing in the morning um doing the meat and the veg and all that sort of thing strictly timed and uh, yeah a few G&Ts waiting and um, yeah then turkey all the trimmings, Christmas pudding uh, yeah, just in time to realise that we've missed the Queen's speech again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's <just a> shame.
3: Um, <laughs> yeah, and then it's, um, it's just uh, spirits until we all passed out and, of course, presents in between.
0: Excellent. Um, does, um, Mrs Milverton take to the, uh, British traditions?
3: Um, some of them, I'd say, um, there's a lot of things that sort of cross over because, uh, the Soviets, um, they, yeah, they went for New Year as that sort of winter festival because it's uh, secular and non-religious. But um, they have the Christmas tree. We decorated this Christmas tree yesterday, actually. Um, and yeah, all the present giving and stuff. But yeah, on New Year's Day, um, spend all the day preparing all the food. The New Year's feast is a bit of a strange uh, collection to the um, British eye, I'd say as uh, most of the traditional uh, dishes are based on sort of potato salad. Um, there's a thing called uh, dressed herring, which is um, pickled herring covered in layers of um, beetroot and that sort of thing. Um, there's uh, sort of meat and um which, yeah, looks a little bit do- like dog food, but um, <laughs> my mother-in-law makes a decent one. Um... And um, what else is there? Yeah, there's a the Russian salad, so it's got like peas and ham and and carrots in it. But um It's yeah, controversial,
2: just, peas in a salad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
3: I not the a vegetables.
0: Fan of sweet yeah. corn
3: or peas in the salad, but um Yeah, yeah. just um, lo- and lots of um sparkling Russian wine. Um then at midnight there's the President's address, uh which is pretty much always the same each year. Um everyone has to sort of make a wish and a toast and some some families have a tradition where you write a wish for the year to come on a piece of paper and at midnight you set fire to it and extinguish it in your champagne yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> sorry yeah i just feel like i just feel
1: like hey here's your wish and actually just set it on fire it's not happening just yeah. forget it <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's definitely worked for the Saints squad this year I think oh my god but <laughs> yeah they have a phrase that's um, <laughs> like um, however hang on rewind we'll say that again it rolls off the tongue <laughs> 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 easy <laughs> Um, but it means that you'll spend the year the same way you've, you've seen it in so I don't know if you think back to some of the ways that you've um, spent New Year's Eve hmm whether that equates with a good or bad year. But, yeah, I mean, some of the best British things that we sort of take over, mince pies, they're always good. Um, like a bit of mulled wine keep us warm. And, yeah, it wouldn't be Christmas Day without the baby cheeses. <laughs> 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 and the Christmas crackers. But They don't have Christmas crackers here, so, yeah, love bringing them out because they're nice little novelty. Get to really? get all those silly hats and... Uh, Read the silly jokes.
0: You should go giving them out in the street. They'd be like, what the fuck is he doing? They wouldn't ask so what it is.
3: Why Why is this foreign man giving <laughs> explosives on the street? Uh, <laughs> is he <his wife? laughs>
0: Yeah, maybe not. Maybe don't try that.
3: Uh, yeah. Do you have any favourite cracker jokes?
0: <laughs> Are you talking to me? Because you know I don't. <laughs> nice.
3: What did one snowman say to you a snowman? I don't know. Uh,
2: can you smell carrots?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Brilliant. Do you hear the one about a man who stole an advent calendar? No. You've got 25 days, apparently.
0: Mm. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, anyway, moving on from the jokes. Um, any uh, Christmas TV we're looking forward to this year? I'll start with you, Freddie.
2: Oh, uh, well, to be honest, I probably won't have much time to watch TV. Um, I think this year, actually, we're heading down to, to her side of the family down in Devon. I think we're just going to spend a lot of time just playing board games and drinking and eating and... Probably not just watching TV. I mean, actually being social for the only day of the year, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> that does sound like a good idea. So you won't be watching Coronation Street or EastEnders then? Uh,
2: prob- Probably not, but I, I usually find a way of... It, it, it tends to... I mean, when it comes on EastEnders, what, it's about 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock, everyone's starting to wind down. Mm. And you, yeah. can, you kind of just slip it in and, uh, you know, you end up sort of brainwashed watching it, you know, and... Uh, uh, well, there's a the big one this year, isn't it? The Gavin and Stacey uh, TV special, that back after a few that years. That is
0: the one I'm looking forward to, yeah. Because I mean, really? I don't watch EastEnders or Coronation Street at all. Um, but yeah, like you said, my, I'm usually around the in-laws, and that usually comes on, and we're all just sat there in silence watching that. But <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, <laughs> I'll avoid that. But yeah, the Gavin and Stacey one, I am looking forward to. Is that Boxing Day or Christmas Day? I can't remember. It's, it's Christmas Day, I, I think. It's Christmas Day. Day, right? I can't make a note of that. Um, uh, I, Sorry, I think I, th-
2: I think we better explain what Gavin and Stacey is to Matt. Actually,
0: yeah, that's what I'm just going to actually like. What's what's your like TV schedule like in the States, Matt? Is there something that's on every Christmas day?
1: To be honest, I don't I don't watch of the TV. I think there's a I want to say there's a parade on, but we never we never get it um, because we're always doing other stuff. Um, but A Christmas Story will be on on every TV everywhere. Um, it doesn't really matter what family it is. It seems like that that movie is always on. Um, I think that's the one where the kid gets a BB gun and and the guy says like, you'll shoot your eye out kid. And then he, he does it. Um, or he thinks he goes blind. You guys know what I'm talking about or you have no idea. I've got no
0: idea. It's a great, it's a great,
1: uh, it's a great movie. It's just an older kind of Christmas movie, but, uh, we had channels like that just specialize in Christmas movies. There's probably like three or four of them that'll just show Christmas movies from Thanksgiving on. And that will be on at my in-laws house. Um, at my at the other house, the kids will watch a movie usually. Usually, they watch uh, Polar Express, I think. Uh, you know, while we're uh, finishing drinking and stuff. Um, that's 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 about it. Uh, other than that, Christmas music really loud and, and a lot of booze.
0: Do you mm. have to um, listen to Trump? Does he do a speech?
1: Uh, he probably does, but once again, we probably just don't. Just don't watch it. <laughs> Is it uh, my fam- my family's very divided in terms of of how that goes. Um, so we just, we kind of have a truce where we won't, we just won't talk about it.
3: Ah, it's a little bit divisive. And-
1: yeah. Um, and, and it's, it gets really weird really quickly and then people just start drinking more to make it kind of go yeah. away and that doesn't really work because then people just get, like people shut up for like 10 minutes and then it's like, actually, and it's like, yeah. no, just be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so I just start talking about a podcast because like, you know, we get four white guys together and basically what do you have? It's podcast.
3: <laughs> <Yes>.
2: <laughs> what I tend to find, actually, if you're channel flicking on Christmas Day, you see kind of various adaptations of A Christmas Carol. I don't know what it's like over in, in your side of the world, Matt, but we often see, like, A Christmas Carol, A Muppet's Christmas Carol, Scrooge, Ebenezer Scrooge, all sorts of adaptations across the TV channels.
0: There's been over 50 of them, I think. Yeah, crazy.
2: Yeah,
1: those things are everywhere, and I imagine this year the kids will just be on... You know, Disney Plus or something like that. Watching we, we, some don't old, have,
0: we don't have Disney Plus yet.
1: Well, you are, you are missing out, according to my children.
0: <laughs> I have never seen
1: anything on it. I don't care. Um, it, costs, it costs money. <laughs> that's, that's what I know. I have it because uh, my kids Star like it. Star
0: Wars, though. It's all Star Wars.
1: It's there. It's there. Mm. The, ki- the kids are very excited.
0: I'm very excited. <laughs> it's
1: out this weekend, isn't
0: it? I've got my tickets already. Mm. I'm all set. Mm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, guys, have you got a favorite Christmas film?
1: No, I, I don't, I don't like movies, to be honest, I, no, I would, I think, like, my, um, my, like, life list of priorities, it's like, it's like, you know, sleeping, eating food, um, my family's in there somewhere, and then, like, that's it, like, exercising, and then, um, I don't, I'd rather not watch, I don't watch, other than, other than football, I don't watch TV for the most part, and. I think I may have told the story before, but the my wife and I we went to a movie on our first date, and I fell asleep four times. Um, and we've <laughs> never gone to another movie on a date since then because I cannot stay. I sit down and I just fall asleep, so oh, it just it me. doesn't work. <laughs> die, die Hard four.
2: Oh, <laughs> 4. oh wow, that is controversial. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, my wife's family, like I said, they they have some weird choices. They she's a big <laughs> Die Hard fan. Um,
2: die a good Christmas film? Die Hard is yes. a good
3: Christmas film, yeah. It is
2: the best Christmas film.
0: Oh, okay, so that's your favorite then, Freddy.
2: I mean, it's set on Christmas Eve and it and it ends on Christmas Day and uh yeah. the second best Christmas film is Die Hard 2 because that is set on Christmas <laughs> Day.
0: <laughs> I like how you're thinking. Do you know, I had an argument with someone at work the other day. They were saying it's not a Christmas film. And I was like, "It's as much a Christmas film as Home Alone is." Because mm-hmm. Home Alone is just set at Christmas. It doesn't actually, the plot doesn't revolve around Christmas, so... Really?
3: I, I think it does. As someone no, it's
0: about burglars robbing a house on Christmas Day, <laughs> really, isn't it? It's not really about Christmas. It's not a traditional Christmas plot.
3: Yeah, I would disagree with that. But, yeah, as someone whose name is Kevin and lives abroad, um, often people, um, when I introduce myself, on him is Kevin. Oh, like Home Alone. <laughs> so I Home Alone, no. My so I add to that. I think uh,
2: yeah. I think Kevin Dancer has been home alone recently. Oh yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's good. Um, but yeah, it's a Wonderful Life. That's that's an absolute classic. Feel good.
0: Never Christmas. seen it. Never. Seen You've it. Never seen it. Oh
3: no. my! God, You should watch it.
0: I know what it's about. I just, I just I can't be bothered to be honest.
3: It's Batman not killing himself for Christmas. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, in Russia. Um, it's the tradition every year. Uh, on New Year's Eve, to watch The Irony of Fate, which is an old Soviet film about... um,
0: Isn't it like six hours long or something?
3: uh, It's quite long, but, I mean, it's sort of on in the background when you're preparing the uh, New Year's food, and everyone knows all of the sort of uh, dialogues from it, but it is quite amusing. It's about um, a guy who has a New Year's uh, Eve tradition of uh, going to the bathhouse, and he gets so drunk there that, um, and his friend gets so drunk that um, the rest of them forget who was supposed to go to St Petersburg and who was supposed to stay in Moscow, and they send the wrong guy. And because everything in the Soviet Union sort of looked the same, um, he gets in a taxi at the airport, gives him their address, um, opens the door with his key, and everything's exactly the same as it was in Moscow. Mm. Um, and then a woman comes back and uh, has to deal with the drunken man. Uh, so yes, yeah, about alcoholism at New Year. What could be better?
0: Good, yeah. And oh, no, I actually, I was going to borrow that from you, wasn't I? Because I've never seen it, but I know. Uh, Christmas
3: I know. films as well. Like um, yeah. um, every New Year's Day, I try and watch like a, um, a Hollywood one or a British one or whatever. Um, I think we watched National Lampoon's last year. That's quite good. I
0: love I that. Yeah, that's a great film. I watched that the other day. Actually, it was good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it. I, do you know, I like, I like, I do like the Christmas Carol ones, any adaptation of that I, I like. I just like the story of it and it is a tra- tradition here that we watch Muppet Christmas Carol on mm-hmm. Christmas Eve because, you know, they love it and I love it. They know all the songs and they sing along to it. It's, they usually fall asleep but we still do it. So,
3: have they, have your, your kids been frozen too yet? Yeah? Uh,
0: yes. Um, Hayden didn't want to go because, you know, he's, he's a nine-year-old boy and he's not cool but... um I took Georgia to see it, and Caitlin actually went to see it last night with her rainbow friends. So, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Christmas songs? Do we have any favorite Christmas songs? Matt, do you, do you listen to Christmas songs?
1: <laughs> I hate Christmas songs. you Yeah, i um, <laughs> <a> very tired. <laughs> fella. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's... My, my in-laws love Christmas so much, and I'm just such a Thanksgiving person that I, I just have to, like, deal with it. So, um, I'm fine as long as it's not, like, uh... Like all of the, the like Pandora, which I don't think you guys have, but, like basically Spotify, will have a bunch of stations that have like themed Christmas music, like it could be like Rockabilly Christmas or Country Christmas or whatever Wow, and as long as we don't go like off into like the like the kid last year we're like you know we want to listen like um some like trap music or like some e d m and I'm like, you guys can shut up like I don't <laughs> want to hear this stuff um so anything like I guess more traditional Christmas music like sing an actual Christmas carol that's fine I don't need the uh I don't need the drum beats and things in the background, or or Billy Ray Cyrus to be in the background, you know, mm-hmm. singing about that stuff, so uh, anything that's uh, that refrains from getting too far off that is, is fine.
0: And you, Freddie?
2: Well, to be honest, I've become so sick of Christmas songs, so I think you can probably relate to this, I think they've all worked in retail once upon a time, mm-hmm. and you know, when it comes around to Christmas, they have every single Christmas track, on repeat all day, every day, every hour, a hundred times. So I became sick of it, and I, I hate every single Christmas song. Um, <laughs> so, but I want to tell you a story. Actually, um, a, long, a few years ago, probably about ten years ago, it was about nineteen or twenty, and we went up to uh, to London, and I was saying to my mates, uh, we got pretty pissed up. Let's let's be fair. And then we went to this Irish bar in Cricklewood, somehow somewhere, um, and there was karaoke, and it was that time of year, and it, my mate was Irish, and thought. Oh, Let's shall we, shall we sing the poges? Fairy mm, yeah. tale of New York. So I mean, at the best of times, no one knows the lyrics. Now try mm. that after about <laughs> <part>, ten
3: points.
1: <laughs> oh, is it without oh,
3: words? You didn't, the, you didn't have the you didn't have the lyrics up um karaoke style then. We did but we struggled to read them, so oh, uh, <laughs> <mean>. <laughs> uh,
0: disaster, cleared the bar, yeah. We've done that in um, Tenerife actually, Kev, if I remember, but it wasn't a Christmas song.
3: No, I think any song that we would sing together would clear the bar. So but, um
0: anyway, Kev, do you have a favorite Christmas song? Or?
3: Um I say The Photo in New York is a good one. Um I, I I probably I try and avoid all of the poppy ones. I think it's um
0: Fucking hell, we we're, we're really really, you know, positive this episode, aren't
3: we? <laughs> well, you know what, um <laughs> I'd Absolutely fucking hate um, all the sort of Slade and um, Cliff Richards bollocks. And my least favourite one's probably the Paul McCartney that one. That simply yeah, the one that of me, me. Yeah. fuck off, mate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I like the more alternative ones. Like um, by the time I've had classic FM, FM on for um, a week or two, um, Six Music normally have quite a lot of good uh, uh, Christmas music. Um, and yeah, like uh, driving down bandstand um, and for Christmas, and you've got um, Bob Dylan or the Ramones, uh, the Darkness, that sort of thing. And I really like that waitresses one, the Christmas wrapping one. Oh yeah, it's a little bit, little bit depressing, I suppose, but um, yeah. I, it somehow gets me in the mood.
0: I, I always like Chris Rhea Driving Home for Christmas. That's the one for me. That And then, actually, you mentioned the darkness. I do like the darkness one, the Christmas time, because I think anyone that can fit the word bellend into a Christmas song ah. title, you know, just gets the thumbs up from me. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I actually saw that live a couple of years ago at the Guildhall, which was good fun. Yep. Uh, and this was actually, this was just around sort of the start of December a few years ago. But, you know, it was a, a great way to kind of start the whole... Uh, festivities of December, if you like. But uh, I love that album. I love Darkness.
0: Yeah, Mike. Actually, they have just played in Portsmouth, haven't they? Yeah. Um, this week, I think it was.
2: The dead of of me <laughs> <laughs> What
1: really? I,
0: know, I didn't go, but yeah, um, they were just playing over uh, there. I don't know if they played that Christmas song, but yeah. Um, right. Okay. So now oh we've got, got, I've got all the uh, the Christmas films and the Christmas songs out of the way. Um, Kev, are we doing virtual secret Santa? Would you like to explain this? <laughs>
3: Okay, so yeah, um, well first off we'll, we can give each other some gifts, but um, obviously um, this all being done over audio and um, us not being in the same room as each other proves it quite difficult, but um, maybe we can get each other some kind of virtual present.
0: Okay, so are we, are we saying that like, like money, no, money has no bounds, you can spend whatever money you want?
3: I suppose so, yeah, but you have to be able to give it now virtually to each other.
0: Blimey, okay, well, God knows what I'd get you, Kev. (coughs) Freddie, I'd probably get you some sort of, like, I don't know, some beer subscription for a year. Mm -hmm. I could send that now. And Matt, I'd probably get you a flight ticket to come over here and watch the Palace game with us.
3: That would be very nice of you.
0: Yeah, that would be good. There you go.
3: Some good presents. I think we should Uh, do a whip round for Matt. Yeah. 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 Start that um, crowdfunding page right now. Um.
0: I Kev, was going can, can, can I buy you a sense of urgency is that is that possible like the ability to be on time <laughs>
3: a sense of urgency <laughs> um well
0: do, do you know I mean I've lost actually, you've got better you have actually got better but I've lost count the many times that we've been late for things like everything it's like you shout like Kev we're leaving in five minutes and then yeah. four minutes later you're like I'm just having a shit <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah I am notorious for that um <laughs> yeah how how about a, a sense of uh a sense of time um
0: a watch there you go
3: i've got watches yeah i mean most of them are stops uh, um yeah my virtual presence i'd i'd get Matt, uh season tickets for watch saints from his own executive box in california
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: online via streaming like that um, and i have get Freddy uh, a meal for two at the non-existent Three Rivers pub that I keep talking about.
0: <laughs> yeah, <all> three Rivers.
3: <laughs> the number of times I've called it the Three Rivers. Um, Search
0: a pretty Google. Why does this place not exist?
3: <laughs> yeah, so I need to build that pub. Um, but yeah, um, me and Ray, um, we, we're both getting you um, some noisy neighbours for the palace match, because we're going to be sat right next to you in the same sector.
2: Ah, just what I've always wanted. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry about that, Freddie.
2: <laughs> no, it'd be good fun. I look forward to it. Um, and actually, that corner is quite boisterous now, so it will be um,
3: it'd be quite lively. Mm. It's
0: about to get more lively.
3: Yeah, especially with the Palace fans. Um, yeah, um, Matt and Freddie, do you have any gifts for them? I think I think I would get Freddie uh, maybe
1: maybe a weekend away with his. A significant other, since uh, he spends a lot of time doing this stuff, and I know that that would be that would be nice. So like dinner somewhere, hotel somewhere, uh, no no fan cam to follow, uh, mm-hmm. and just uh, you know just just allow him to do that because I think that would be good. Um, Ray and Kevin, I don't I'm trying to think. Ray, you mentioned you might get Freddie beer subscription. I think you would like some sort of, of, of drink subscription, but I think like uh, like having you two in in town together. Maybe like uh, like in California we do like we have like wine tasting tours, and so like they, this this bus will pick you up and take you around to all the places that you're supposed to drink, and then you go drink. And so I think I could get you guys that. Uh, you can choose to bring uh you know significant others or not, up to you. Uh, but you guys go do that because you guys don't <laughs> hang out enough. You guys are always virtual, so you go do that, and uh, you, it'll take you all around. Uh, Southampton, you could maybe stop by the virtual uh, Three Rivers Pub at some point. Uh, <laughs> you know, write a review on Google, it'll be good. <laughs>
0: yeah. Awesome. I'm taking that. Yep. No significant others, though.
3: All right. Ah oh, sounds like a proper bender.
0: One yeah. thing yeah. And, for me. One thing, uh, one thing I'd add to that, actually,
2: um, they do a, a beer tour on the Isle of Wight, uh, and it is a thing because a few friends of mine did that last month. Yes, and they, they go
0: on coaches, they, or buses. That's right. Arounds. That's yeah, right.
2: Yeah. yeah, they take all around the island to about six or seven, eight pubs, or however long you can last. You know, you start from kind of cows, and they go around the island in the day.
0: Yeah, and you can get like a little, like a pamphlet leaflet of like what they what they're selling on each pubs as well. Yeah, it's
2: like oh a right, so you can plan it's your like, a, it's like a bus ale
0: trail. Yes. Oh, and then, then you have to get the boat that. back over, though. Yeah, yeah you, no. You, uh, the, 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 the one that I had a look at was one that a uh, person at work bought it. He went on it and he bought it and lent it to me and said, "Here you go, you can go next year." I was like, "Yes, I'm definitely doing that because I've done the real L ale, ale train, but I've never gone around the islands. So that'd be good."
3: Cause, uh, you don't get seasick, do you? Because that'd be a, a, an awful ferry ride back. If <laughs> uh,
0: a little bit. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I've done that a few times after coming back over for uh, Cow's Week. We've had a skin full on the Saturday and then come back quite late and then we're on the red jet, the catamaran, and it's oh, quite bumpy. Oh, that's oh, horrible. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God, that's uh, just going to be like projectile water <laughs> vomiting, surely. That's...
3: Jet in every sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I <you're> am terrible.
3: <laughs> <laughs> um, so are we doing our secret Santa for the players then?
0: Yeah, you were going to do like a, a, like a shirt number generator. Yes, okay. So could, you, um, could, could you do me one first? Okay. Okay, generate a shirt number for me.
3: Okay, so the first one's Yannick Vestergaard.
0: <laughs> okay, what would I buy Yannick Vestergaard? Okay, right. I would. I would take him into John Lewis. I'd go to the bedding section, get them some new bedding and then on Christmas morning, he can finally say, I've got a fucking clean sheet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's assuming uh, he hasn't drank with my family the night before. I like that a kid's show.
3: Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, who's next?
0: Uh, you can go next, Ted, if you want.
3: Okay, yes. All right, I've got number two. That's Cedric Suarez.
0: Mm. That should be uh, easy.
3: Oh, <laughs> come on. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, I'd get him uh, a sturdy set of walking boots so he can walk the fuck away from St Mary's
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, I'd okay. get him a non-return ticket from Italy yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a
3: single outbound see <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. alright um, ok Matt you've got number 23 that's Pierre Emile Holbeck
1: oh man
3: it it got to be nice to this guy um Let's
1: see, let's see, let's see. When I get him.
0: No, you don't have to after yesterday's performance. <laughs> uh,
1: you know what? I might get him a watch so we can have some
3: more time on the ball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, Freddie, oh, you've got an absolute gift. Um, number six. That's Wesley
2: Hoot. Oh crikey! <laughs> oh, Jesus! Uh, Wesley Hoot. Uh, I think it'd be similar to Cedric, in a one way ticket to Belgium. Um. Uh, and perhaps uh, give him a new pair of boots because he clearly can't uh, kick the ball properly, can
3: he?
0: No. <laughs> That's good. We like it. So it's all, all negative presence there.
3: <laughs> do you want to do one more? Uh, me? Do one each. Yeah, go for it. All right. Um, th- there isn't a 33, is there? OK. Um, um, no. No.
0: Um,
3: OK, 28 is the next one. Angus Gun.
0: Oh, fucking
3: That's
0: hell. <laughs> I don't want to do Angus Gun. <laughs> I, I could take you could t- again you could say about the clean sheet for him as well you could say about the clean sheet for everyone let's face it yeah <laughs> that's
3: true um, get one of those um, inflatable hammers so you can actually punch something away properly
0: or yeah those like novelty massive like hand things you can get it
3: and uh, oh the baseball the thing big, the big a, and most American stadiums right The big yeah, yeah. <laughs> or
0: a, or a massive catcher's mitt or something just
3: um, alright next 21 Ryan Bertrand I think it's you Kev oh shit okay um <laughs> um blimey uh I don't know like uh shit
0: it's difficult on the spot isn't
3: it it is yeah um it's just not someone that I've got a particular amount of um, spleen for.
0: Um,
2: I think it could be said that Ryan Bertrand could have something that you you've just been given—a sense of
3: urgency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Maybe you can regift it. <laughs>
0: yeah, that is
3: perfect. <laughs> Trade it. Yeah. yeah. Be selling it on eBay. <laughs> uh, he's been looking a bit more urgent recently, but yeah. Um, okay, thirty-six. We haven't got a number Mm 36. 39, Josh Sims. Josh
0: Sims, 39. Is that Matt?
3: Um, I think anybody. Freddie, you want to take this one?
0: He can have a ticket back, surely.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, just a a place in the first team would be nice.
0: Mm. A chance, yeah.
3: Although, I think the way it works out, like, you can't um, come into the squad until January, can you?
0: No.
3: So he can do what he wants over Christmas.
0: Pig out, yeah.
3: Yeah, just get him a crate of beer and a Christmas pudding. (laughs)
0: Okay.
3: Um, All right, one last one. Um, Number three, Yoshi. Anything we can get Yoshi? Poor lad, he hasn't done anything wrong. He's out there on the bench.
0: Maybe a time machine to go back in time and not start on that Leicester game.
1: (laughs) I I think uh, he needs a really big eraser to to erase some of the past mistakes and then we could could judge him a little bit more fairly because I think everybody just harkens back to him coming in for... Uh, defenders under like Kumin back in those days and, and making mistakes, and I think we still think of those whenever he steps on the pitch and he gets punished for those. So go back, go back in time and erase those, and then we'll be we'll be fine.
0: Well said, yeah. I go along with that.
3: And He's brilliant as captain of Japan as well. So maybe getting one of those um sort of ninja headband things so he takes that <laughs> that same attitude into into leading our defense.
0: Okay, are we done with the the, the uh, secret? I,
3: I think we've squeezed the fuck out of that, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: think so. In that
2: number! Hi, I'm Matt Letizier, and thank you for listening
3: to In That Number.
0: So we're going to talk about your shows now, guys, um the highs and lows that you've had well this year. So I'll start with I'll start with Freddie. Um, the highs from your show this year
2: uh, Okay, if we work in chronological or- order then uh, I mean the high was uh, One of them was in fact the comeback against Tottenham In March I think that was the first time we saw a comeback In eight, two and a half years So everybody was quite boisterous, quite boring Everyone wanted to chat after the game And suddenly that's when our season turned last season um, So it was great to have that uh, You know, fantastic goals uh, Goal from James Prelston the day two and I think another high, actually, this year is that we've got ourselves a regular radio show now on uh, 103.9 Voice FM, mm-hmm. available in the local Southampton areas and around the world.
0: Amazing. That's brilliant. That's stuff. Um, and any, any low points about, the, about your show? Uh,
2: well, I mean, it's not so much about our show, but, uh, you know, it was, it was quite a low point interviewing fans after the Leicester game. There was just nowhere to hide uh, you know uh, it, we don 't wear it like a badge of honor, but there were plenty of people that wanted to chat about all kinds of things after the game against Leicester and um, we 'll never live it down. you know that result will always come back to haunt us um, and I guess from the p- pitch as well, Saints are making the same mistakes time and time again, so yeah. you know, like you said earlier, I think we need a bit of a time machine for most of the saints team
0: yeah, I totally agree with you there um, and what about you, Matt?
1: I always ask my wife, you know, you want the good news or the bad news? And she's like, good news. I'm like, I don't have any. But, like, bad news.
0: Uh,
1: no, that's not, not true. Um, I think a lot of the highs were just uh, – I, I tried this year to get um, – I, I, I'm, I'm pretty conservative in terms of I don't like to take a lot of chances. I like to keep it kind of normal. My show hasn't really, you know, evolved a lot. It's kind of in the same format. But I did try to reach out to some people uh, and get some new guests on the show. So that was – um, just just getting getting the chance to talk to some new people and, and trying to get, do that is is always fun. Um, so I would say just show wise, just just talking to new to to new people and, and meeting new people and and hopefully uh firming up some plans for when I when I finally do get to come over uh, again. And then um, I would say on the pitch, I think maybe that Tottenham result has to be has to be up there. Um. I don't know, the early kickoffs, if we ever play well during those, those are always fun because the the rest of my family will just yell at me back because I will yell from downstairs and they will just yell at me to shut up and then that's always fun.
2: Um,
1: because my, having my nine-year-old daughter yell at me that she's trying to sleep is, is great. Um, sometimes
3: make the podcast as well.
1: It, it does, when, but that's usually when we record a little later and they, they're walking because the, the door that we enter the house, we don't use the front door. Do you guys use the front door of your house ever or do you guys? We yeah. never use the front door. Um, We have to get in. Well, I guess guess that's the as I'm thinking about it, like, you guys' houses are set up differently. Um, So we have a garage that, like, everybody comes through. So we open the garage from the car, and then we walk through the garage, and that that door comes basically directly behind me, which is a horrible spot to, to, like, set up to record. Um, So when they come in, there's no chance they can be silent, because they're just never that way, because they're kids. Um, And then, uh, so yeah, so a lot of times when they walk in through there, that, that comes on the show, but... Um, yeah, no. Yeah. Um, and then, I don't know, Lowe's, I would say there were a couple of months in there that I was, I was really struggling to like be excited to record the show. And, and sometimes like all it takes is like having a new guest and they come on and they're super excited. And then I'm like, I'm back in it. But sometimes like you talk to somebody and they, and, and they just like, they don't quite have the energy. They don't quite have the, they're, yeah. they're just as dejected as you. And it's like, Oh no. Cause this is going to be really sad if we don't like figure this out. But, um, so I would say a couple of times that I just kind of didn't want to re- – I didn't want to edit the episode. I didn't want to do the stuff and, and managed to always get it done. But there were some, some, some times when there was just like it, it's, it sucks talking about the same things, the exact same kind of mistakes every single yeah. week. And so I think that overall that would be the low. But um, overall, talking to new people for the most part, it, it, it makes that way, way better.
0: And what about you, Kev?
3: Um I'd say that, um, yeah, the highs for us, I mean, in terms of the podcast, um, some of the guests we've um, had on, um, well, you, you two have both been on, and that's, that's been brilliant. Yeah, we, we've
0: lucked out with guests this year, haven't we, really? Totally,
3: and the away fans as well, I mean, mm. it's, it's, it's all been a fantastic twist, um, picking up kind of where, where Freddie left off um, last season with um, getting away guests on. Um, in terms of the team, I mean yeah, obviously, um when and Hooper came in, it just totally turned turned our mood around uh, for the podcast because it was looking pretty bleak under Hughes. Mm. Um but I mean more recently we've kind of got into that same malaise and it's a bit of a drudge sometimes to um get together and talk about this, you know, I have to explain to Mrs. Moscow Mosh, like, yeah, I know that we were shit yesterday, but we're still going to do a podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, but on the whole, it's definitely been an enjoyable experience, and I, I think we've kind of gone from strength to strength. Yeah. This podcast accepted, obviously.
0: <laughs> yeah, not this one, yeah. Um, yeah, I think uh, with the UK it's like, just like the growth of the listeners that we've got. Um, we are like growing organically. It's slow, but we'll, we'll, we'll get in there. Um, and uh, the Way fans, I think, are brilliant. I would love chatting to the away fans and I like learning so much about the things that I didn't know about you know, players that we normally just skim over and at my low points it's got to be like the it's our turnaround time because it, I mean we record, edit and release in one day and like my Sundays are gone um, you know, it's just that the whole production is a bit of a slog but and I didn't realise how many bad habits I had until I started editing my own voice it's like I say um quite a lot I do too <laughs> yeah. um <laughs> yeah um, and obviously we have technical issues and the fact that I um I have to speak to you nearly every day, Kev, as a bit of a downer. <laughs> 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 but anyway, uh, let's pick it up a bit. Well, I say let's pick up. Let's talk about Saints. Um, there you go, I said it again. Uh, under Ralph, in particular, his 12 months in charge, like how would you sum up the time in the past year, Freddie?
2: I mean, we look at it now, 39 games played, uh, or 40 games played, Um, At the time of recording, 45 points, so that would actually see us kind of relatively safe, and actually, if we look at it from three years ago, Claude Wells, 46 points, that was eighth in the league, so... And a cup final. And a cup final, exactly, and we sacked him, of course we did. Um, uh, But 45 points would see us really, you know, quite uh, easily uh, mid-table, but... uh, you know, recently we've been questioning his tactics, his substitutions, uh, and these are the same kind of topics that are coming around uh, every single year, no matter what kind of manager it is. But uh, I think he's still firefighting, Ralph. You know, he's still uh, struggling to get the best out of these players. We know we've got some, there is potential in these players, but it's just trying to squeeze every single last drop out of it. And I think the most, the worst thing happening right now is that they're they're not being inspired, are they?
0: No. And you, Matt?
2: Um, yeah, there we go. <laughs> <Just stop. laughs>
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, th- yeah like, like Freddie said, there's been a lot of question marks. People have been calling for his head. He's, you know, making these substitutions too late. Um, this formation sometimes have not been there. In-game management has been talked about a lot. But, you know, was quite fickle, isn't it? It's because after the, the Watford and Norwich games, it kind of died down. No one was talking about it. And, again, it's really It's ugly head again after yesterday's result. Um, but where do you stand?
2: yeah so
1: for me as a as a, coming from a baseball background the the season is so long it's one hundred and sixty two games. so the the idea of 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 kind of like getting really upset after a single result, it took me a long time to understand that and how how much mood can swing after just one result. And the fact that there's a week between games in football mm. means that you know the the time is really short and and so that you have this time to kind of stew over. Over the negatives sometimes, and that's that's different uh, for me. But um, I'm getting used to it. I'm now turning on everybody after about four seconds of a, of a one bad pass. Um, <laughs> so that's that's fine. Um, I'm learning. But uh, I think for Ralph, um, he he came in and he's he's in a he's in a really bad spot. It, it took me some time to realize that the squad we have is the squad we have, and it, it doesn't matter what what manager you have. They can they can squeeze a little bit extra out of them maybe, but. Uh, the, the quality has to be there for for them, so I think Ralph himself has done a fine job. Uh, I just think that the the rest of the squad and the rest of the team as a the club as a whole kind of has to has to undergo some changes that are going to take time. Um, has he made mistakes? Absolutely. but uh, I think i 'd rather have him do that because he 's trying to get things right than to just kind of stick with uh, Wesley Hoot as uh, your left sided center back um, so you know I think that's, I think that 's where i 'm at
0: yeah and i 'll guess you recur around this time kev
3: yeah um I think if you just look at, I mean, um, as as Freddie said, the the points total for the last twelve months. I mean, we can look at what he's done in charge, and maybe at this current moment in time, we might not be in the best position. I still think he's the the best man to lead us, and the best manager that we've had since Cumin.
2: Yeah, so, I mean, in summary, so in summary, I think he's done an okay job. I think that's that's probably probably about it.
0: Yeah, well, I'd, I'd say I'd say that he's done. He's done um, the best of what you know. He's done as best as he can. I mean, I, I'm under the impression that I don't think that anybody can come in right now and get this team mid table. Mm. I don't think they can.
3: He's done relatively well with um, a relatively poor squad. Yes. I think he's managed. As
0: Matt said, the players need to be. They need to be performing better.
3: Yeah, I and mean, he's behind him, I think that um, yeah, after the boards. Uh, backed Ralph after that 9-0 thrash and the players must have realised, like well, shit, you know um, he's not going anywhere, so we might as well pull our fingers out of our asses. But oh, I don't know. I think we're going to need to uh, look back at the end of the season and see where we are with the championship. We're, yeah, we're, if we are in the championship or we're just going to scrape through somehow. But, you know, I only take a couple of, um, with the Tables is only take a couple of good results to turn around our season. That's definitely possible.
0: Um, um Kev.
3: <coughs> yes. Kev, um. You,
0: um, I, um.
3: Sorry. Yeah. Talking. Uh, see, we need New Year's resolutions. Uh. Yeah. Not to um. And <laughs> not to talk over each other. But that's impossible, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. So um, with.
0: Twelve months. <laughs> 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 oh, the good the thing iron. is, it's
1: not New Year's yet, so that, that's fine. It's fine. You don't have to do that until next time,
3: so that's you're right. okay.
0: Oh, I'm going to keep that in, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: the irony. Um, oh. <laughs> so, yeah, with uh, 12 months of Ralph in charge and it being Christmas and me last year promising a Christmas song of some kind, it's taken me 12 months to compose one. Um, so it goes something like this on the 12th to hear Christmas house and it go to me 12 games win, winning 11 players playing 10 without Bertrand 9 down and singing 8 <laughs> second finish 7 wins at home 6 different left backs Five <laughs> goals, <eight laughs> Four fratting goals. Three summer signings. Two clean sheets this season. And a pint at his first game for free. Oh, no, that was <laughs> out. Well done.
0: Well, well done. done. That's my, that's my new favourite Christmas song, Kev. Uh,
3: I, w- I would listen to that. I would not shove that off. Yeah, shove <laughs> it on
0: Spotify and repeat. <laughs> mm, I like it. Uh, anyway, moving on. I thought I'd take a look. Uh, just take a look at our festive program. So starting on Boxing Day, Chelsea away, and then Palace on the 28th at home, and then well, we've got Spurs on New Year's Day, and then Huddersfield in the FA Cup. But you know, how do we see these these run of fixtures?
3: Is it the best time to play Chelsea at the moment?
0: Oh God, I hate it when people say that. But it
3: is. I mean, they've just been beaten at home by Bournemouth and lost to Everton as well. No, they um. like West Ham didn't
0: they?
3: Did they? Yeah, they did. Oh, and they lost the West Ham. yeah, yeah. So I mean, they they were looking pretty nailed on for that um, for one of the Champions League spots, and then in the last few weeks it just seems to have fallen apart from.
0: So you're, you're saying Saints are going to win that
3: game? <coughs> <coughs> oh, no way, saying that Saints are going to win it. But um, I mean, seeing with other teams that have been in a similar poor run of form, we got something out that Arsenal game. Um, that was all right. I mean, okay, Everton was shit and still beat us, but that was when we were on one of our bad days and had a bad day against Newcastle, had a bad day against West Ham. Really going to make it? Three, four in a row? I don't know. Definitely more confident about the Palace game. Um, They look like they can just completely run out of steam.
0: Mm, I don't know. I'm a bit concerned about the Palace game, if I'm honest. I'm, I'm, sure I'm concerned about all of them.
3: Well, uh, yeah, we should be, I suppose. Mm. But yeah, Paris, Palace don't really have anything to them at all. I mean, the, the, didn't they drew, they drew nil with Watford, and that was just a, a shocking game.
0: Yeah, but as Evan said, that the right time to play Chelsea. I don't know. I, I hate it when say that when that comes up always the right time to play. It's like when, you, when we meet strikers that are on a bad run of form and they can't find the net and as soon as they play Saints, it seems to end. And we saw that at the West Ham game again, didn't we? So, I don't know. Um, Matt, how do you feel about these runner fixtures? Because these, I think these so-called easy games are kind of running out now.
1: Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's the problem, is we were all saying oh, let's get to, the, you know, let's get past this early run of, of tough fixtures at home and we'll be okay. And then we kind of threw away a couple of those results and um, you know, we got the two probably that we we needed. I would hate to see what the what, what Twitter would be like if we would have lost against um, the teams below us because that would have been terrible. But um, the, I mean, now we're we're going into this run of fixtures where you would kind of look at our squad. We have a lot of guys on the squad, but but how many of those guys do we really want to see playing um, a Premier League football game? Like, I don't think there's that many of them um, that we want to see in, in in the squad that aren't aren't in that starting eleven. Like, there's a couple of of, of flair players we can put in there that'll. That'll do fine, but I think you know who's going to Like either one of the guys, either Ward Proust or Hoyberg, is going to have to play back-to-back games against Chelsea and Palace because you're going to put Remedio in there probably for one of them. But that's mm. you know that's not that's not great. I mean, and if you really think about our squad, like what else are we going to do there? You know, like that's not that's not exciting. Um, and so I, I, I look at that and I and I worry a little bit. Um, I still have nightmares about that Spurs game that was on Boxing Day a couple of years ago. Um, so that, the, the, the things like that tend to not fill me with a ton of confidence uh, right, right now. So that, I, I don't know. I, I'm not overly confident, which is, which is not great. Uh, I'm also a little bit like I, I explained Mark, our Christmas schedule to you earlier. Um, so there's a good chance that I will just be in some sort of like hazy state and won't really be able to tell the difference between the two London clubs or the three London clubs by the time those fixtures are over. I'll just kind of be a mess the whole time. So uh, we'll, we'll see
3: how it goes. Not, we're playing Chelsea on Boxing Day and then Palace on the Saturday. So it's like one day between them. So we can't obviously build the same squad for, yeah, for exactly. both of those matches. It's just a ridiculous space of timing, isn't it? it I mean, it's it's kind of like it. Liverpool
1: this week, right? Like they are—you know—are mm-hmm. the week past where they had to play two games in two days on two continents. Yeah. Wow. Mm. But fuck them. So <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. we're just going to throw the Chelsea. Game entirely and just um, put everything into the Palace game at home. That's what I'm hoping. Anyway. Well, I hoping
0: I, that we throw the game.
3: Well, you, you maybe you you mean play the fun. play the rotated
1: players then. I
0: see yeah, what you mean yeah.
1: But I, I think maybe the Chelsea game, not because it's necessarily a great time to play them, but because we tend to play better against teams who want to play. Like Chelsea's going to come into that game and expect to. Their, their game management has been awful um they haven't been able to really hold things out. So they're gonna come out and wanna play and attack and that maybe suits us a little bit better. Uh allows us to press them. Uh I wonder uh when you look at, at Palace they're gonna play on uh against West Ham, you have to wonder what that game's gonna be like, how much Mark Noble will kick uh you know, Wilfred Zaha and see how much that happens and uh, if he kicks him enough maybe he doesn't play against us and so maybe that that maybe that helps us out. But I think <laughs> um I think maybe that, that Chelsea game will be I don't know. I think I think there's the. I guess we have. I say we have equal chance of winning either of those. Um, and I'm not saying that either of those are very good.
0: Mm. And what about you, Freddie?
2: Um, well, like you say, I think the easy fixtures have are starting to run out. Um, and it was important to get as many points as possible on the board before Christmas because you know it could become unforgiving these fix these fixtures. You know, Chelsea way. Uh, Spurs at home you know and then Leicester in the new year as well just thinking a little further ahead but mm. I think you know if I add to kind of what Matt said there we actually play a little bit better away from home we play with less pressure we would play a little yeah. bit more with more confidence we're you know, unlucky to get a, a win away from Arsenal so who says that we can't go up to Chelsea and, and take a victory if we look at the recent um, you know fixtures or results at Stamford Bridge you know they lost to West Ham they have lost to Bournemouth and hopefully if Ralph was done his homework We'll dig in, we'll get stuck in, and we'll sit deep and get them on the counter-attack. So, uh, you know, we've got to stay patient, but equally, we've also got to try and get behind the team, uh, as it has been kind of recently in the home games, and uh, make sure, you know, it's a football cliche, Jay, but we've got to be that 12th man in the Christmas period against Palace and against Tottenham.
0: Absolutely, yeah, we've got, yeah, that Palace one could be so crucial. Well, as I say, they're all going to be crucial now, aren't they? Because it's just coming thick and fast. Um, are we bothered about the FA Capital? Do we want to put that on the back
1: burner? I mean, it's Huddersfield. Mm. That's not – I mean, I I think I said when we drew it. like that, That's not exciting. To, to, I don't think anybody's excited about that. They're not going to be excited having to come down that far. Um, we're not going to really be excited about drawing that team at home. Um, so I think the FA Cup, there is some magic there, uh, I, I, I think. But overall, I don't think that's a very exciting fixture. I think we would have much rather – yeah, you know, anybody anybody close away that would have been like a, a new experience for some people I think would have been great. Um but I I don't know. I'm not speaking from somebody who's who's viewing it from, from afar. So maybe maybe Freddie, you have a little bit of a different maybe you're
2: glad it's at home. I don't know.
0: I'm definitely glad it's at home.
2: Yeah. Um, I mean it 's been a long time since we had a home fixture. Uh, we had an awful record. I think it was like nine or ten in a row that we had away away games in the cup competitions. but I think it's going to be a, a sad indictment like it was last season you know we're in this we were in this position in the league table, so we have to concentrate on that so i, I wouldn 't be surprised if Ralph makes kind of ten eleven changes for the cup games. He did that against Derby last season. You know we ultimately were defeated in the penalty shootout and the replay down here but i, I wouldn 't be surprised if he does something uh, the same.
0: Yeah, maybe see maybe see Justin's care.
3: Mm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of players that um are waiting in the wings there. Oba Femi could uh, could get a start. Maybe we're gonna see maybe Adam get a start. And, uh, yeah, Shay Adams for sure. Um and I think a lot of the youth players that have been crying out to give a chance, yeah, you know, maybe this will be their first chance to prove themselves.
1: Yeah, maybe. Right. When you look at the schedule, you know we have Chelsea, Palace, Spurs, Huddersfield. There, there's not a lot of time in there, so you could see kind of maybe the same team for Chelsea and Spurs, and the same team for Palace and Huddersfield, or similar teams, just kind of a rotation of, of those guys. So we'll, we'll have to see. And maybe maybe my my account of earlier was was wrong. Like maybe it, it will be nice to see some of the the younger guys get a chance because. Um, you just hope that they will But I, I don't know what their schedule looks like I don't know what the under-23 schedule looks like uh, Through this period either um, So I, I would have to check that out And that yeah, would require research
3: yeah. Which I didn't, I didn't do <laughs> Um, Dan, so getting a bit of game time maybe as well Yeah So I'm rotating Then we can't stick with the same back line For all of those matches That's impossible He
2: won't have a choice but to rotate This game with yeah. four games in a week
0: yeah, but in you've got Yoshida needs, needs a game as well, so Yoshida would definitely be playing in, in, in that festive period.
2: He hasn't played left-back yet.
0: No, there you go, Steve. Ah, there you
2: go, seven left-backs. <laughs> on, uh, four games in nine days, in fact.
0: Yeah, change his song, care, seven left-backs. Okay,
3: <laughs> <laughs> maybe next year. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so, uh, Freddie, any realistic goals for the rest of the season?
2: I think it's got to be some consistency and stability at the end of the day. Um, you know, we've tried to keep this unchanged side in the last few few fixtures, but we are Jekyll and Hyde. You know, we, we kind of play for about 45 minutes and then give up in the second or we don't play in the first. So yeah. we've got to keep that consistency, that, that tempo, that attitude to go out to the game and, and, and think like they were going to win the game. You know, I think you know if we look at the recent examples, we only kind of... React after we've gone down or 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 there's a bit of pressure coming from the support, so it's got to inspire the lads and I think you know almost every kind of game recently is it's been that way, and uh, I think we need to do our best to lift the team and we're doing our best and I think it's, it's Ralph's duty to try and to inspire them uh on the field
0: yeah and Matt
2: realistic just stay in the league like that's that's got to be it right
1: like
0: yeah
1: it. We we need consistency. We need somebody else to score goals. Like we can't rely on on Danny Ing's um, only, and, and somebody else has to chip in. And, and the best chances are are not going to fall to him because as we I think as we go through the season, as team we come up against teams who are also in this struggle, they'll just try to man mark him out of the game. They'll do whatever they can to, and they're, they're going to try to make the rest of the players beat us. That would be the, the smartest thing for them to do. And unless somebody else can contribute, whether that's Jay Adams, he f- figures it out. Whether it's uh, Shane Long figures out how to score goals again. Like I don't know, I don't know where that comes from, but somebody's going to have to do it because if we don't, we're going to be in, in serious trouble. So I would say that, yeah. that that that's it for me. Uh, Is it, just uh, stay out, stay stay in the league and and you know find somebody yeah. else to score.
0: Yeah. yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, and and just looking forward to 2020 a bit. Uh, we've got we've got Matt Crocker coming in. Transfer window's going to open, but are we actually going to be dipping into the market? Are we going to be getting another centre back? Because like so Clearly not the one we were hoping for. Well, I mean maybe he is, but it doesn't look like we're going to find out anytime soon. But um, do, you, do we expect any money in, in January?
1: No, I would I would say kind of unless we unless we sell somebody. No, like we, and we have so many centre backs, we have so many subpar centre backs on on the team that I can't imagine us signing one more or uh, what that well you know how it, I don't think at this point it doesn't matter who we sign uh, as a centre back. We're just going to go like this isn't going to work out, uh, yeah. or maybe we'll believe in it for about a day. Ralph won't start him, and then we'll all kind of say <laughs> yeah you know never mind.
0: So basically what we're saying is there is nothing to look forward to in 2020. (laughs) Brilliant.
2: Perfect vision. That's what we're looking for. 2020 (laughs) vision, right? Yeah.
0: 2020 (coughs) vision, yeah. Right. Okay. So we've got our Saints 11 of the decade. So the rules are you have to select 11 players from the 2010-2011 to present. Um, You can choose any formation you wish. And you have to pick at least one current player. And you have to choose a manager From that same period as well So who wants to go first? Kev, do you want to go first?
3: I can do um, Okay, so my 11 I've got uh, Kelvin Davis in goal
0: mm.
3: I've got a back four of uh, Luke Shaw uh, Virgil van Dijk uh, Jose Fonte And Nathaniel Klein Okay um, Then I've got uh, In midfield uh, Adam Lerner, uh Stephen Davis uh, Victor Wanyama and Sadio Mane, and Lambert earnings up front. I'm um, oh,
0: for a four-four-two.
3: Yeah, it looks more of a four-two-two-two. Um, oh, okay. Uh, so yeah, Lallana and Mane out on the wings, and then um, Davis and Wanyama okay. in the middle um, there.
0: What about your manager?
3: Um, well it's a good job that it's a 4-2-2 because I've gone for Ralph Hartman. I'd be really interested to see um, what Ralph could do with a team like that rather than with what we've got at the moment Um, I did um, even give him an assistant of Nigel Adkins um, just because I'm a sentimental fucker (laughs) and uh, I've got a bench of uh, Fraser Forster Toby Alderweireld Ori Romelu because you know uh, when one one yama is not enough, you can always stick on Romeo and just slaughter them. Uh, Prousey, Tadic, Long, and J Rod. And I've chosen
0: a kit of uh, the fucking Owl Kev 2010, out, 2010 <laughs> kit as well. That's a bonus. Yeah. But what is the best kit of the last ten years? I didn't even think about it. I didn't even yeah. I just I haven't I didn't even do a fucking bench. I've just done eleven players and a manager. That's a. Have you named your team as well? Um.
2: If it doesn't have some sort of Christmas pun in it, I'll be I'm disappointed. Um, it's <laughs> cozy. Just the whole thing.
0: Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Southampton Christmas Club. That's what it's called. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, my favourite strip of the last 10 years is the 2010 2011 uh, Home Awakens. Horrible oh, yeah. shirt. See, I love
0: mm. it.
3: Divisive, but I think it's delicious.
0: Yeah. Um, I'll go. Um I've, I, I've got Calvin Davison goal. My, I'm playing a 4-3-3, by the way. My back four. Okay, I've got Bertrand at left back. I've got uh, Virgil van Dijk and Toby Adavira out in the centre.
3: Mm.
0: And I've gone for Cedric at right back. Now, mm. that's the controversial bit.
3: It's a tough position.
0: Well, I think it's since we've been, you know, this last decade, we haven't had a lot of decent right backs. And Cedric hasn't always been this, you know, uninterested. There has been some good times of him, so I've stuck him in that as my current player. My three in midfield, I've gone for Lallana, Wanyama and Schneiderlin. Mm. And of the three up front, I've gone for Lambert, Mane and Pella. And my manager, Pochettino. I've never enjoyed watching Saints as much as I had when, when Poch was in charge. And I think Lambert said it on the, the last episode of La Pod. He said, basically, you're either tactically sound or you're a great like man management motivator. But Pochettino had both. Mm. And I just, yeah, I I can think of nobody else. No bench, no kit, no team name for me, though, Mm -hmm. so that's all you're getting. Um, Who wants to go next? Matt, Freddie? Go
2: ahead, Freddie. All right, okay, so I've only thrown this together really quickly, but uh, controversial starting in the sticks with Fraser Forster. Mm. Um, uh, You know, it's honourable for Kelvin Davis, uh, but he really can apply to the in the lower leagues. Uh, in the League One and uh, Championship seasons. You know, fantastic performance, great club servant, 10 years, but I think Fraser Forster as a whole, the whole quality, is probably a step above Kelvin Davis. But uh, definitely Davis on the bench. Uh, I've gone for a four-two-three-one with the right-back of Nathaniel Klein, uh, centre-back pairing of Jose Font and Van Dijk, and this year's left-back Ryan Bertrand. Um, midfield two of Schneiderlin and Wanyama. An attacking three of Tadic, Davis, and Lalana, and up front, Ricky Lambert, but honourable mentions to Graziano Pella, Sadio Mane, Danny Ings, Romeu and War Prowse.
0: Oh, no, no Mane.
2: No, I mean, he, he went through spells. I think he went through about six months without scoring, mm. and we were, we were so critical of him. And in, in, in fact, same as Graziano Pella, they only turned it on for about a year. And they, they they scored, you know, plenty of goals to help us charge to Europe, but they weren't consistent over the 12 or the nine months of the season.
0: I think what it is with them for me is, like, when they were there, you, it's kind of like one of those, you don't realise what you've got until it's gone. Mm. And now that they've gone and they're doing so well, it's just like, oh, God, I miss them. I, yeah. I'd love to have a player like that. And that, that's kind of why, why I picked them, I think. Yeah, yeah, indeed. I understand what you mean about, like, the, the form that they're showing with their, well, especially Mane with his current club. Than he did with with Saints is, is you know it's completely different so I do get that um, manager uh,
2: got to be Ronald Koeman for me <laughs>
0: okay. um,
2: you know uh, qualify for Europe for the first time well since what was it 13 years since 2003 Gordon Strachan where we obviously uh, defeated in the first round in Bucharest but you know it was a we we actually went on a european tour uh where we qualified for where we went for the qualification uh two rounds the first year and then we were actually in the group stages the year after unfortunately he wasn't there to lead us uh obviously he was his head was turned elsewhere to the north west mm. uh, and now current manager of, of the Netherlands. but i think we showed uh all sorts of uh uh you know adaptation we, we he could adapt the game you know it was although having said that Again he went for a bit of a dry spell. Yeah, I think we lost we well, in one one game in the space of about twelve games. Uh, I guess this time about three or four years ago. So but that, that final sort of charge that form towards the end of that season we qualify for Europe and I think, you know, uh unforgettable really. All right, so I've gone for uh, five at the back. Um
1: Stecklenburg in goal, Cedric at left back, Hoot, Cocker, Stevens, Cucko, uh, Classy, Flanagan, Gaston Ramirez in midfield and Korea when Osvaldo <laughs> up top.
0: I love it. <laughs> this, this is going to, sh- yeah, they're, they're going to be shaking in their boots for that one.
1: Uh, so.
0: Oscar Valdez, brilliant. Yeah.
1: Um, yeah, so, actually, I've got. <laughs> Oscar, <laughs> No, I left him out. I didn't want to <laughs> just if only, like that. if
0: only Ali Dia was playing in that decade?
1: I have I have no idea who would manage them though. Uh, actually, yes, I do. <laughs> that's not that's easy to do. Yeah. Uh, it's Pellegrino, Pellegrino's there. Yeah, uh no, no problem. Mark Hughes as assistant, and we're good. Um, I, feel,
0: I feel like we should have done our our team like that. <laughs> I'm, this,
1: season, um,
0: this season's kit, obviously. This season's kit. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, but, but if, if we started the season just slightly earlier, so there was no logo on it, that would have been even better. Uh, you know, they just couldn't even get the shirts printed. So uh, that's great. Actually, uh, what I've gone is uh, I think it's, it's pretty similar to Freddie. Uh, so I've gone 4-2-3-1, uh, uh, Bertrand at left back, Font, uh, Van Dyke, and Klein. Uh, four Stern goal, um, just because I think my favorite memory of Saints is is that draw at Arsenal of him just, just stopping everything. Um, and... I've gone Hoiberg and Snyderland in the middle um, because I, I wanted I wanted Hoiberg in there, uh, and then my my attacking three I've gone Tadic Davis and Mane. Um, so I I, I have I am in love with Sadio Mane and and Dusan Tadic. I think Steven Davis um, had some really good years in there for us, and then uh, Graziano Pelle up top because he is beautiful. Um, <laughs> and that and, and then like I said, Kooman in charge, and I think we're we're good.
0: Excellent. So that's three managers. That's that's um. I mean, how many managers have we had in those ten years? We had, what, we had Pardew, uh, Pochettino, oh, sorry, Adkins, Pochettino, Koeman, Pule, Pellegrino, three, Hughes, and then Hill. So eight managers, eight. yeah. Jeez. That's not a great record there. That's, no, I'm sure there that's, was the, a, the, wasn't Mike. there like Dean Wilkins or something that like, took over for Kelvin Davis had a game. Oh, Calvin Davis had a, ma- had a, had a oh, game, had a ma- had a game against funny. Tottenham, didn't he, yeah. But yeah, that's, um, that's good. I enjoyed that. Right, um, I actually have a Boxing Day quiz for you guys, so it's it's kind of like we're gonna, just going to do a uh, multiple choice. So we've played six Boxing Day games in the decade. Um, I don't know if you can remember them all, but I've got five questions for you and see so, yeah, how well you do. I've got actually I've got an extra one for you, Kev, because I, I know you'll uh, you'll love it. Okay, so in the six games we've played on Boxing Day in the last decade, how many points have we got in total? Is it A, 7, B, 10, or C, 13? A. You're going to go 7, Matt. Okay, what about you, Fred? Oh,
2: let's go for 9.
0: I only said I said 7, 10, or 13. That's
3: choice. No
0: choice. That's 10. 10. 10. No <laughs> <Just> 10. <laughs> okay, and Kev?
3: Um, well, From me coming back, I think we've been quite good on Boxing Day. 13, I reckon.
0: You're right, Kev. It's 13 points. Hey. I,
3: I feel like Kevin has access to the test. Kevin, are do you have a picture of the test today, on you your phone?
0: Kevin has no no idea of what <laughs> these questions are.
3: We'll see. I think one, the, the one match that I'll definitely see each season is normally the one on Boxing Day. But I'm exactly. mostly moving yeah. away, haven't yeah. right. I?
0: Yeah. Yeah, we have been a lot away a lot. Um, number two. Who has scored more Boxing Day goals? Is it Gouli, Mane, or Tadic?
3: Tadic. I don't remember any of them scoring i go with Mane.
0: With Matt's going with Tadic. And Kevin is going with... Mane. <laughs> it's actually Gooly. Yes. He's <laughs> good for something. Yeah. Um, how many goals have we scored in total? No multiple choice on this, just have a guess.
1: How many matches? Five? S- six. Six. I'm going to go with
2: eight. Okay. Freddie?
3: Uh, I'd go for about Ten. And Kevin? Um, i say one of them's that 4-0 over Arsenal we've got. Mm. one and 10. 12? Oh,
0: Kevin oh, is the closest. Yeah. Kevin is the closest. It's actually 15. Fucking
3: oh, fuck you know.
0: Yeah. Done all right on Boxing Day actually looking at this. Um, number four, how many goals have we conceded? Wow. i go going for
2: 19. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> 12.
0: 12. 12 from that. 8? Um, Kevin wins again. It was seven. No way. Five yeah, of I
1: mean, those you, were
0: the years for us. Yeah, yeah. That's what, Jesus Christ. I mean, yeah. this is
1: the game that sticks in my head. It's because that was that okay, was well,
0: awful. So 2011, we won 2-0 against Palace. 2012, cool. we drew 1-1 with Fulham. 2013, we won 3-0 at Cardiff. 2014 was 3-1 at Palace. 2015, we won 4-0 at Arsenal. And 2017, we lost 5-2. I can't so really third. use it, does not it? Mm.
3: It's the one that burns in the memory.
0: Yeah. Always yeah, that was together.
3: an awful day. Yeah, it was, it was that was so an
0: cool.
1: early kickoff too. That was that was terrible.
0: Yeah. Um, okay, so who does not have a Boxing Day goal in this period? Is it A Font, B Aldeverald, or C Lalana?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, Ma uh
0: Freddie's going Lalana.
1: Kev, you go next. Um, Lalana. I'm going to go with Lallana.
0: You're yeah. all right. It was Adam Lallana, not scored on Boxing Day. Mm-hmm. I, I okay.
2: remember Font, Font scored against Arsenal and Ribeiro scored against Palace. And Font scored against Arsenal. Well, Font definitely Fon
0: scored against, against Arsenal. Yeah, long that, score okay. too. Font and uh, obviously that way. Martinez Right, this is a, the last one. This is just for Kev, unless you guys want to have a stab as well. Kev, I know you like your geography. Oh, OK. <laughs> How many miles have we travelled on those away Boxing Days? So you're looking at Fulham away and back, Cardiff away and back, Palace away and back, and Spurs away and back. So that's Craven Cottage, Cardiff City Stadium, uh, Sellers Park, and Wembley. Oh,
3: okay, so you, you take, you're counting there and back, right? Yeah,
0: I want total miles return. Mm, just
3: say a thousand, a thousand miles.
0: A thousand? You're going for a thousand, yeah?
2: Yeah. No. I <laughs> I think it's a little less than that. I think it's about eight hundred and forty. I'm going six fifty.
0: It was seven fifty nine oh, points. Wow!
2: I was trying to calculate in my head. So we got London and back three times. So that's almost two hundred miles, and then that to Cardiff.
0: 4 it? Yeah, the Cardiff one. Cardiff, what's that? One
2: hundred and fifty miles. miles, nearly yeah. two hundred miles.
0: You probably ah. them, didn't you? Or do you not do do you not do Boxing Day games, Freddie?
2: It's difficult to. too.
0: Mm.
1: Cardiff, uh, Southampton to Cardiff uh, looks like via car is 138 miles.
0: Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay.
3: I thought it was much more than that.
0: Disappointing, Kev.
3: Well, that's because Wales sucks. (laughs) Yeah. I think London to Cardiff's quite a journey. Southampton's a little bit closer, but still.
2: Are we missing Santa Claus? (laughs) Oh, my God.
3: Santa Claus.
2: What about Slay Adams? Where's he gone?
3: (laughs) Oh, my God.
2: (laughs) <laughs> yeah. you got any more uh, alright ok here we go I've, I've been waiting all, all of his podcast yeah, I can't believe it you yeah. oh, uh, right so we've got Rudolph Scatchell
3: <laughs> hey uh,
2: this one it doesn't even need to change his name because his uncanny resemblance to Jesus Alexander Ostland
3: yes mm.
2: uh, Jake Smokins. oh Kevin Dansnow. oh my god <laughs> Matt Snokley where's he oh. Uh, this one's a bit laboured, but here we go. Jan Bednarek Cracker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Jan Yan Valatri. Oh
0: brilliant.
2: <laughs> and everyone's favourite Gooly Deer Prado.
0: Kev, he's put you in he's put you in a put you to shame here, mate. You need to have you got anything else, Kev? Um oh, blame me I
3: mean, yeah, last year um I fielded the Christmas eleven of um uh, Fraser North Star, Wesley Ho 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 in defence, alongside Yannick Christmas Card, uh, Sam McQueen's speech, uh, ah. Jack Seasons Greetings, uh, pere Noel Hollyberg.
0: That's yeah. yeah I
3: realised that. That, that uh, works. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mo <El-Canussi. laughs> Uh Mario Lemina. Uh Michael Snowberry and yeah of course uh five goalings. Um
0: that's a pretty shit team. But <laughs> uh, yeah,
3: alongside Nathan the Redman reindeer, um gave me an idea for some Saints Christmas carols. Um so yeah, how about uh once in Kelvin, Davis City? Sorry, I just heard some tumbleweeds uh, <laughs> that's <fine. No>. uh <laughs> Well, I've got uh, nothing to add. How <laughs> about a way in a banger?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah.
3: That's uh, the easiest one. Right? <laughs> um, yeah. Forster, uh, the snowman had a very oh, yeah. successful game. Now he's won the Scottish Cup. He's probably Spain. Um,
0: <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible.
3: Uh, good King West who first walks out Every match last season, he was so bad, but he outplayed Jackie fucking (laughs) (laughs) Stephens.
0: I like that Uh, one. It's
3: pretty good. Yeah. Um, I've always got Silent Night, Pompey a shite. (laughs) (laughs) I think that one needs continuing, but um, yeah. Yeah. I've definitely been outshined by Freddie.
0: Yeah, I wasn't expecting that, Freddie. I didn't actually say that because I didn't think anything anybody was going <laughs> to be able to come up Freddie with Freddie loves
3: his Like The I other side is, is just absolutely loaded with uh, little funds. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I should have made more emphasis on that, I think. But, yeah. Anyway, Kev, uh, how do you say Merry Christmas in Russian? Oh, okay. Uh, right. Actually, I know how to say it. Well, I I researched it and I'm not going to be able to say it.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, is Happy New Year easier? Happy New Year is oh, Um But okay. yeah, Merry Christmas would be...
0: Right off. <laughs> <laughs> that looks <laughs> like someone sat on your keyboard. С <laughs> Рождеством
2: That's pretty
3: <laughs> good. good. Yeah. С Рождеством Христовым. Say that again? С Рождеством Христовым. С Христовым. That's good. I thought that
0: was Kev.
3: С Рождеством Христовым. Freddie, did you take, Christmas like, fire it. classes? Were you going to, like, <laughs> try to do this as a, as a career? He was yeah. suspiciously good last time he was on the bird, as well. Yeah, he was I good, think. Yeah. Mm. Uh, You can just say, Straschtestvon, yeah. and that's, that's clearly enough. Storm. Storm. Yeah. Um, in fact, like, for either New Year or Christmas, like, in the lead-up to it, I find it a bit weird, it's like you go into a shop or something, you buy something, and they say, oh, Merry Christmas, and it's about, you know, a fortnight before Christmas. Um, but they sort of have a universal phrase for either Christmas or New Year or whatever. Snastupayushim.
0: Snastupayushim. That's good. That sounds like
1: an insult, like when I'm looking at it.
0: Snastupayushim.
1: Yeah, all the questions sounds
3: like one big insult. That's
0: great. <laughs> Uh, please don't
3: hurt me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, you can use that at any occasion International Women's Day or any of the holidays So you've been celebrating. Yeah, it's nice to buy you.
0: Excellent. Right, yeah, so uh, Merry Christmas, everyone.
3: Yeah, Merry Very Christmas.
0: Good. Joyeux Noël, Feliz Navidad, Froelicia Weihnachten, Bon Natale,
3: Vissiois Schwant.
0: Polish, isn't it, and mm-hmm. Feliz Natal. Yeah.
3: Awesome.
0: Yeah, anyway, thanks guys for coming on. Well, thank you. No problem, good to have you with us once again. And we will see you, Freddie, at the Palace game.
2: Excellent. Yes.
0: Uh, yep. I don't know if you are going out for a beer before, him, but Kev was, like, maybe going to try and track you down before that as well. We can
2: make something work, that's not a problem.
0: Mm. And, and Ferry's Fre-
1: Fre- pretty good about pre-match plans. Like he will, he will do it. In my, in my personal experience.
0: That's excellent. Yeah, we could, we could probably do something. You got your, um, your wife and your brother-in-law coming down as well, haven't you, Kev
3: That's right. Yeah. It's a big gang of us.
0: Yeah. That'll be cool.
3: Because the fictional Three Rivers pub. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Okay. Thanks very much, guys.
3: Cheers, lads. Thank, Thank you very is. much. Up, those signs.
0: Up the saints!
1: Up the saints! social podcast network.